What's up, TNN fam? Welcome back to the Tootinell podcast. Yes, this week we are going to be discussing the disconnect between men and women. We from Texas, baby. Big Texas. <laughs> Two best friends, Texas. 20 plus years of friendship. Streaming from the West Coast to the East Coast. But we all about our business. We talking relationships, friendships, and business, and money and fun. So, one thing we suggest is you get you some Tooth Nail Podcast. The Tooth Nail Podcast. We from Texas, baby. What's up? What's up? Hey, Toot. What's going on? What up, girl? What's going on? I'm over here sipping on this mimosa. What you doing? Oh, you got a mimosa. Mm-hmm. Okay. Something okay. simple. Yeah. Yeah. I feel that. I I, I mixed me a, a little concoction. What so um, before Mario had left, he had got me into those apple orchid uh, beers. I'm not a, I'm not oh, a beer yeah. drinker. Right? I'm not a those beer are good. drinker. But I would always just kind of taste a sip of his. Mm-hmm. And um, just kind of mixed it with my lemonade. And then he had some Ciroc. I think it was a brown. So I don't know if it's like a brandy or or whatnot. So just a little concoction. It actually tastes really good. Just something just to kind of take, you know, the ease off and, um, you know, had a long day. So I'm just like, hey, why not? Wind it down while we're recording. Why okay. not have a little sip, sip, you know? So you got an Angry Orchard beer with some lemonade, you said? Yes. Uh-huh. And some Ciroc dark liquor? Yes. I don't know what the dark, that dark brown one is. Okay. I see you. Yeah. You know, a little concoction. So, so <laughs> you don't like the taste of Angry Orchard or? So when I tasted it by itself, it still had that bitter beer mm. taste. Okay. Um, I guess what I'm thinking of, because it's a peach mango one, I yeah. thought it would be more sweet, but I, I mean, it's, it's not bad. It's not bad. Okay. All right, yeah, I feel it. Yeah, I so, it. but yeah. So everybody, we are going to be talking about a topic today that a lot of people talk about in the offices all around the world. But we got a special guest with us. Yes, special special guest. Yes, this is Daniel Fisher, aka Fish. A little bit about him: he's an Air Force veteran. He mm-hmm. works for Facebook. So if you clicking on some shit you ain't got no business clicking on and your account gets taken away from you by somebody else, he's the plug to get your shit back. Okay. He has been in Vegas for a little minute, but he's moving to Austin, Texas. <gasps> what? Yeah. Texas? So yeah, Fish, he, he is my hookah partner. You know what I'm saying? Like whenever he goes to the hookah lounge or when I go to a hookah lounge, we hit each other up every now and then we go smoke hookah. Um, but I, I hate the fact that he's leaving Las Vegas, but he's going to be moving closer to Colleen, Texas. So when I go out there, I'll definitely hit him up and uh, we'll drive out to Austin and link up and we'll go smoke some hookah or some whatever. Say what's up, Fish. What's good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's going on? Appreciate you guys having me on. Yeah. Uh, you know, definitely getting ready to go to get down here to Austin here in the next like two weeks. So super, super excited for that. Hopefully we can close on this new house by the end of the month also. So Ooh, that's what's yeah. up. Yeah, that's yeah. This, this is his second house. So he he is definitely a boss 
in itself. You yes. know what I'm saying? So anything else you want to share about yourself, Fish, before we get into the gripe of the day? Uh, no, just ready to go, you know? So always, always down to speak about something. So, okay. All right. Y'all, yes. he has a little, little dog named Ocean. He is the cutest little wiener dog ever. He's a, uh, what kind of dog are the wiener dogs? The, the, yeah, he's Isabel Dapple. That's his color. Okay, so he's, he's a dapple. What's what's the actual name of the wiener dog? The uh, Dash it downs. Oh, Dash it down. Okay, like he's a. Is that how you say that? I'll be saying Dachshund. Dachshund? I don't know. I'm probably pronouncing <laughs> <laughs> You probably are, fish. What the fuck? <laughs> Dash it down. I was just like, yo, give me that short, long dude right there. I'm good. Oh, <laughs> is Ocean, did he just have a birthday? Yes. Was that his birthday party? Yes. Fish threw him this dope ass birthday party. It was super fucking cute. It I seen it. I seen it on your stories and I thought like I'm not a I'm not a, a dog type person, but I thought that was like the cutest thing you could do for an animal parent, like to at least you know how they're part of the family anyway. Yeah, but that's when his I only seen child. that he had a birthday party, had little party gifts. I was like, Oh, that's then little dogs was running around there. I was like, mm -hmm. That is so cute. Yeah, you know, I got to bring happy Jasmine Happy belated birthday, Ocean. Happy belated birthday. <laughs> yeah. He had, he had all these dogs around, all these dogs trying to hump each other and shit. Oh, no. <laughs> See, they turned it into the wrong kind of party. <laughs> Man, Ocean, but, you had the wrong kind of party. <laughs> it was yeah, he, he had a blast. So we had all the kids over, had a bunch of dogs over, all that stuff. So he was, yeah, he was super, super happy. That's what's up. Uh, That's what's up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so let's get into the gripe of the week, right? So, two, let's start with you. And Fish, we're gonna get you on, on the gripe of the week too. So if you got one, we're gonna ask you to share it as well. But let two, can you start us off? You got a gripe of the mm. week. Man, oh love these motherfucking allergies, bro. Ooh. They're irking my nerves. Last week I was I was done. I was out of there. Fucking wind blowing, rain, growing all this pollen and shit, more wind. It was like it was a wrap for me last week. I had no voice. I couldn't speak. I was sick as hell. I stayed home all week. And, you know, I hated it because I couldn't be there at work. But, you know, I had to take care of myself, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, health comes so, first. Yeah, it, it's these motherfucking allergies. I went to the doctor. I told I told him, like, y'all got to give me something stronger than what the fuck y'all give me because this, this is not it. I'm so sick of these allergies. It's so annoying. Mm. But, yeah, I'm going to keep it short. That was, that was my gripe of the week. Yeah, you sound so much better. Thank you. Sound you. So much better. Um, and it doesn't make me feel like my throat hurt because when you were talking to me last week, I was just like, it just sounds like it hurts, whatever mm -hmm. you was going through. But how you feel? You're 100% back or you, what, what, what uh, you feel like? No, I'm not 100% back. Like, I, when, especially when I go to sleep and I'm laying down, I still, I'm still coughing and, you know, sneezing and stuff like that. But, um, I'm, I'm doing better than I was last week. And my voice is probably like 99% back. I okay. still have a little bit of tiny, tiny bit of hoarseness, but I'm fine. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, well, welcome back health. I'm glad you sound better and you feel better. Well, I appreciate that. So what's your gripe of the week? What's going on with you? Man, you know what? I don't have a gripe, but I do have a grateful moment. I'm gonna change it up real quick Ooh, this week. I like yes. it. Yes. I am going, I am so grateful and I'm I am happy that I have patience and that um God always extends that grace to me because I got a J O B today. What? What you gonna be doing? <laughs> 
back in environmental, you know where my heart and my passion is. Um, so getting back into that and know that that doesn't stop me from doing all the other um, amazing things that I'm very passionate about. It's yeah. just about really kind of still, um, you know, staying relevant within, you know, my, my career and things that I love to do when it comes to this, you know, environmental type work. Yeah. So I found out today that um, I got the J-O-B, man. That's what's up, Janelle. Hand <laughs> clap all around. Thank That's you. a beautiful thing. Yes. yes. So, so will you still be doing the job at the school? You know, you had your no, part-time thing there? No. Okay. Um, I, I was, I'm, I'm grateful for that position as well because of the fact that they were so accommodating and very flexible with my life schedule. Um, and so I will be um, not necessarily resigning because this is this is a sub position. So mm -hmm. I won't be going back to it. Um, I am on break this week, you know, trying to get some things taken care of here at home. But I won't go be back. I won't be going back into that position. So sad to leave because I really enjoyed, you know, being with the students and just kind of something so different that I've never done before. But I'm I'm happy to get back into where my heart. And, and, and where I find passion, enjoy research, reading, all those things that I love to do. And just to, you know, help my, my man out. My man been, you know, taking care of the family for the last two years. So Shout I'm, out I'm to happy Mario. To, yes, yes, that's my boo. So I'm happy to, to get back in there and, and help relieve him. Not that he asked, it's just who I am as his wife. I want to relieve him of, of some things and reward him for, you know, Aww. being the person he is for our family. So I'm happy to be able to do that. That's what's up. I love it. I love so it. So I got a grateful moment. So thank y'all for the hand Well, clap. congratulations. So when do you start? I will find all the details out tomorrow. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's I'm going to take, take a sip for that. Mm -hmm. Yes. There you go. Mm -hmm. All right, Fish. You got a gripe for the day, the week. Like you got anything going on that you need to complain about? Yeah, man. Like my rims, I got some rims that like a couple months back. And okay. Like instead of them actually like polishing the actual lip like how a regular rim does, they put mm -hmm. like I guess they glue the lip on it or something. But obviously after a while that adhesive gets loose, and so I got my lip every time I'm driving. You hear it's like pop, 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 pop. Are you serious? Mm. Why would they glue? Oh, Why would they, they put the glue? Like, so yeah, I'm like, what's up with the warranty? And the dude like a couple weeks ago was like, oh, you got to call, uh, put in an email to these people. I'm like, all right, cool. So I emailed them. Dude calls me. I can finally get back to him, and he's like, he's like, no, we actually don't. He's like, what you have to do is ship them to us, and then we would inspect them, and then we would get a hold of the manufacturer. And I'm like, but who warranties it? So you are the manufacturer. They're like, oh, it's the manufacturer. And I was like, so why would I even waste my time on sending them to you? Exactly. Could you could go directly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, so my time. And I was like, how does that even make sense? Because I was like, you know how much a rim would cost to ship from like a consumer standpoint? It's ex like, you can't just roll up like UPS and stuff like that, and then you're going to pay hundreds of dollars just to ship off one rim. Right. So I'm basically like SLL pretty much on these rims, which kind of sucks. So. That does but suck. Man. I told him I was like, you know, because he tried to he tried to get a little little irate on the phone with me for some reason, and so like we kind of went back and forth. But I was like, you know what, bro? I was like, I got time today though. So I was like, I was, <laughs> I was like, I work in social media. I know how powerful it is. I was like, I'm going on every platform that you guys are part of. I'm writing you guys a bad review, and I said. <laughs> I said, and I may just wake up in the morning the first thing before I brush my teeth is write a bad review for you every single day. I do it again. Hey, there you go. Lower your ratings. And I was like, even if I can stop you guys from making one or two sales, you know, I was like, that's money out of your guys' pocket. And, you know, dude's like, I'm talking about well, you know, violence. Stuff, you know, I'm like, nah, because you guys don't want to, you guys are talking about this stuff is warranty, you know? It 
These warranty um, companies kill me. I'd be like, you know what? I'm just going to set my money to the side instead of paying y'all motherfuckers. Because you give them all this fucking money and they come with all this bullshit. Right. It, like, it's I, just, a, it's a ploy to pull more money out of you. It's like, what do you pay for this stuff for anyway? You know what exactly. I'm saying? Just to be able to have that. And you can't even use the bit. You can't even use it. You know, it just, it's, don't get me started. I'm going to be griping <laughs> with you, Fish. But I just, I, I agree 100%. The power of social media is very powerful. Toot, I don't know if you remember when I had bought me and you some sweatshirts. Man, I, I spammed and man, oh. I went after that company multiple times. Yeah. Every time they got a comment on their stuff, I would find a comment, put a dot just so I can get notified so I can go on there and tell other customers, do not purchase nothing from them. Yeah. That it's a computer behind us. Like, mm-mm. I, I kept on. And find and I don't know how, but finally we got our sweatshirts, but it still was mm-mm. Yeah. No. no, remember when we was out there, we had that rental car. And, oh yes. Uh-huh. And we we it was a pain in the ass just to get somebody to come and rescue us from that uh flat tire. Mm-hmm. So it like we had so many problems with Enterprise, but um I wrote about it on um Instagram and I and I tagged them in it and they responded like okay just email email us here we'll give you your money back blase this and blase that so yes you're right about the power of social media like you can just yeah. tag the motherfuckers and talk shit or whatever you got to do to get your point across so right. you can see it yeah mm-hmm. I, was, I was hot when I woke up cuz I had some work stuff going on people like messing up and stuff at work cuz I got a building that we're opening on next Monday so mm-hmm. You know, I'm over here like dealing with that, and then these people trying to bull. You know, so I'm like, you guys are killing me today. Wow. Well, we ain't let it beat me down. So, you know, I got a lot of other stuff to be blessed and thankful for. So, down after the entire day, at least. Yeah, that's what's up. That's That's what's up. Yeah. Okay, y'all ready to get into this topic? Yes, I've been. I'm excited about it, Um, and I'm. I'm just gonna come in with an open mind, you know, because I think it's an amazing discussion and i'm glad we got fish here to kind of yeah. bring that that perspective and so so let us know what we what we what are we, what are we talking about today too yeah so today we will be talking about the disconnect between between men and women so let me say um when when we're talking about the disconnection in a relationship it occurs when a partner doesn't feel the closeness they admired earlier in the relationship so that's what we're talking about and we also want to bring into um the the differences between men and women because men and women are not wired the same like we are totally different people we want the same thing but not in the same way or not at the same time so we just want to get that out the way and just bring that into discussion and we wanted to bring fish on because he's the male um point of view Mm-hmm. Um, Fish, I promise we're not going to beat you up. You know what I'm saying? Like, we want to listen <laughs> to your opinion. And, right. you know, we value everybody's opinion. And we want to put our opinion out there as well. So we're going to be talking about that today. But I do want to put something out there. Um, there was this guy. I was reading this article of this guy, Howie. He he said there's a crew of disconnect between men and women. So over the last 20 years, the biggest change in our society has been the ramping up of the female masculine energy, which is a good thing in every aspect of life except for dating. And at the same time, men have become more sensitive, more introspective, and more vulnerable, which is more valuable in society with the exception of the early stages of dating. That's why we hide between uh, we hide behind dating apps like Facebook, um, Tinder, 
POF, you know, all those dating apps. And then he also claims that technology isn't the problem, but rather the reaction of the actual change, which is blurring the gender roles. So what do y'all think about this? What are y'all opinions of this? Do y'all agree with him or? Yeah, I definitely, I definitely do. Because I've read a couple articles like that too. Like they talked about like Seattle's like one of the, that's where I'm originally from, but they said it, it's like one of the worst cities they ever dated in because there's so many men that are, that are feminine, you know, and there's more women and the guys complain that women are obviously more masculine, mm-hmm. um, which, you know, who really knows why and how that paradigm kind of shifted. Right. Um, I know some of it could be like obviously single households, women most of the time leads uh, single parent households, mm-hmm. uh, which a lot of times, you know, you get men or boys that are raised right up under their moms. Like, you know, that's why they call them uh, mama's oh, boys, boys, stuff like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. You know, and they don't have that male figure in their life to teach them those masculine things that they need to learn. And so that definitely has that impact and it definitely reflects our dating pool nowadays. I'm not trying to put it on the say, you know, it's the woman's fault for something like that, but you know, cause it's the man and the woman that played the part in that relationship, you know? So yeah. whether it's the man not showing up or whether it's the woman, you know, just having a kid on her own, however it may have been, but yeah, you know, it's definitely some society has to work on. I, I feel you on that. I think the female masculine energy comes from women. First of all, when women started to enter the workforce um, and then now we see that we can do it by ourselves. So we do it by ourselves. Um, we're, we're not, putting up with the BS in these relationships or marriages anymore. So we started divorcing and raising kids on our own. And so I think that's where that masculine energy comes from, just doing it on our own. Right. And and to add to that too, I think the our environments impact the way that we are. Um, I grew up, I guess you could say at one point, my mother was a single parent, but um, my dad, has been in my life ever since that I can remember. But I, I am in that environment. I seen how, how she, her masculine energy showed so much more um, than my dad. He's, he's not one of those dominant male type figures and not to take away his masculinity, but he just was not who that, who he was. So I grew up watching my mom be that type of person and I'm going to tell you now, I picked up a lot of that energy. And sometimes I have to find myself pulling back because I have a, a man that is so masculine that mm-hmm. it, 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 it does. And I feel like sometimes as women, we got to pull back some because it allows, it gives our, our men that autonomy and that authority to be who they are and who they're created to be, you Most know, definitely. but I do believe that our environments impact how, how that, how that upbringing similar to what Fish was saying about growing up in a single parent um, household. And seeing only one side, whether it's the, the father's side, you know, growing up with daughters or the male side growing up with a single mother. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I think I think it's phenomenal to see, obviously, women in the workforce, because it, it definitely brings a certain dynamic that a man can't give um, in a different perspective also. Uh, but at the same time, as women obviously started moving into that workforce and things like that, you know, like women look at, you know, a lot of women look at taking care of the home is like is a bad thing. You know, like when they, you know, get off work, cook, cook your man a meal type thing, things like that, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at the same time, they expect like, you know, I think a lot of people have heard like the traditional, uh, traditional male, traditional women, stuff like that. And then you have the mm-hmm. modern day, uh, which the modern day ones are obviously the women in the workforce that don't want to take care of the homes. That's usually what they get at. More traditional women right. could still work, but they're going to take care of the home also, you know, like your grandmothers and things like that might have 
And so I think that's where it took a big shift too. And that's where we're seeing, starting to see this disconnect. Right. Yeah. Or yeah. even because, you know, women don't, you know, most women don't want feminine, feminine men, you know, not at all. Most women want a man that's going to be a provider, projector and things like that for them, you know, just because genetically that's how we're wired. Right. So it, I don't, you know, that's kind of like something that's most likely genetically, I don't think that's ever going to change um, unless something happens, obviously in science, but who really knows? Right. Right. So, but I think, you know, I think, you know, on, on, on both sides, you know, men have to find ways to be, uh, to play those roles. You know, I think a, a lot of, a lot of men nowadays don't want to have that responsibility to as those positions. And that's why you see a lot of men nowadays falling back. Like, I mm-hmm. think it's good to see, like, it's cool in certain situations for your women to lead, but on a day-to-day in and out basis, it should be the man that leads that relationship. And that's what, like, some of the times you always hear about, you know, if a woman doesn't want to get on a man's program, you know, he needs to go find another woman. But at the same time, if a woman doesn't want to, compromise with that man she needs to go find another man she can compromise with so yeah yeah i feel you wow that's you, that's man. a lot yeah yeah <laughs> that's a lot i think it's like generational too you know um my my grandfather when i seen in them it was very different i didn't see a, i didn't see my grandmother display that that masculine masculine energy within her when it you know because of course they grew up in the day and age where being a housewife or, you know, being the mother to take care of the children and everything, it, it wasn't frowned upon, you know, us, and I'm just speaking for myself now. Don't come for me. <laughs> I, we grew up in the day and age where women wanted, we, we pushed our way through the workforce to be able to do the same things that, you know, our male counterparts were able to do. And so I feel like that's where a lot of that was how, how, when you were saying uh, earlier fish about how it was framed, how it's changed generationally, I think it changes and it could change again. Yeah. Yeah. You you know, you got, um, you know, you talk about women and the workforce and not wanting to come home and do like, you know, a lot of people talk about women not doing their womenly duties, like at those a woman, roles, those gender yeah. roles, yeah. But and, and you know, at the same time, like men aren't doing those gender roles either, like fixing stuff in the house. Because I've dated men, like they don't know how what, what a fucking hammer is or a screwdriver or anything like that. <laughs> and not to say anything about them, but I do unfolds with single single women, so they don't mm-hmm. get to see. Um, they don't get to see their father fixing things or stuff like that. I know me as a single mother raising Booby and Sean, they they weren't. Uh, their dad, he was in Japan, so he wasn't really around to teach him those things. But for me, I made sure that Booby and Sean was in there hanging stuff up, putting furniture together. We even fixed the toilet together. We would, looked on YouTube and we fixed the toilet together because I want them to leave this house knowing how to cook and clean and do the the manly roles and stuff like that. I want them to be able to do everything. Even though Sean, he, you know, that's my stubborn child. He don't want to get in the kitchen and cook, but I try to get him to cook um like if you want a burger i'm like okay well let's get in this kitchen i'm gonna show you how to do it and you cook it but yeah so i i was i was really trying to figure out why men weren't doing the roles that they were doing back in the day because that's what they were used to they were used to going to work and coming home fixing things but now i get it because fish mentioned um women are raising the men more than you know, in a single, single family households. Right. So it right. makes sense to me now. Right. 
Yeah, and one thing we also got to look at too is the, the reason why there's this massive downturn as far as like men not being as masculine as they were, you know, 20, 30 years ago or different generations way back is because you got to think of we're not hunters and gatherers anymore, you know, we're not yeah, these yeah. cavemen type people, even though that's super, super long ago, but the, uh, with the new age of technology and things like that, that's why you don't see a lot of big burly dudes walking around as you probably have seen way back in the day. Yeah. Because there's no need for it. You know, there's technology, there's different tools that we've been invented. So we don't need to be that big masculine uh, type figure that most people would think of. Imagine if you uh, think about that. So that's true. Um, yeah. You ain't got to pick up a tool no more. Just order a task rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what is that? <laughs> you don't know what that is, Chanel? No, techie. I know. No, 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 no. I'm it's, it's a person that'll come to your house and fix some shit in your house, whatever you need. Like it's, oh. it's like you go online, type something. I don't know what you type, but I had a task rabbit put some shit on my wall for me because I couldn't do it. Gotcha. gotcha. Like it was too much work for me. I was too busy, but yeah. Oh, okay. I thought it was some tech stuff. You know how you make your <laughs> life easier you with a push of a button. But I do I do have a, a question for, for you, Fish, especially since we're talking more like the gender roles and we're kind of talking about relationships. So this is more of a personal question for you. Um, have you ever kind of felt yourself like disconnecting from a woman in a relationship? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. And it, so, um, so if so, kind kind of give us what that looked like, and then um, yeah. if, why, if there was that, that disconnect, can you kind of explain the disconnect? And then were you able to come back, or did it kind of just really sever the relationship as a whole? So like recently I was dating this girl that was just out here actually for Ocean's birthday. And right, right, pretty much right when she left, we pretty much decided to kind of cut it off. She lives in Chicago. I live here in Vegas. Um, but the biggest thing was obviously we both have two different things kind of going on in our lives, but the biggest thing was that like the disconnect of, I don't feel that same way as I did when I first met you type thing. And maybe mm -hmm. it was because of the, the time, like I haven't seen her since October, November. So oh, wow. that yeah. long period of time, you start to, uh, I always tell people, I was like, uh, you know, your imagination fills in the blanks of, of what you're not receiving a lot of times. Um, yes. So, and, and nothing beats your imagination. And that's the thing that sucks. That's why I tell people, you can never spend too much time apart unless you're already in a full fledged relationship and things like that. Um, but like at the start, you need that interaction you know, on a couple times a week, date nights and things like that. Um, right. Or like for myself, like I said, my imagination took over of this perfect person. And then when the reality hits you in the face and it's not that, it's kind of like, you know, you're uh, depressed about it a little bit. Right? Mm. And so you kind of look at it like, man, I thought it was going to be like this, but it actually came out like this, even though it was a great situation too. But, um, and then just other things like, you know, it just didn't seem like, you know, she was there fully. Um, and so that led to a certain disconnect also where, you know, I'm putting in my part, trying to trying to make time for us to spend time, but it wasn't being reciprocated on her end. Um, so that led to like me finally make a decision to say, hey, you know what? It's probably not the best time for either of us. So. Hmm. Wow. Okay. Wow. Okay. So, so go ahead. Julie. Oh, no. So so it was kind of like film the love no more. Like you weren't feeling. um connected to her i guess yeah. from the distance yeah because the distance the distance added on to it uh and not being able to spend that time and then it's like if i'm pushing an effort to 
hey, come out here for Christmas. You know, you're invited to come out here. If I'm constantly sending you like invites, it's just like a thing of like a friendship relationship. If I call you all the time to come hang out and every time I call you, you never want to hang out. I'm probably not going to call you anymore. That distance, right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so that's what kind of led to it. It's like, you know, it's kind of hard to come back to that when that disconnect is there. Right. No, that's facts. From a distance, from a distance, I, I don't think it was doable. Like if, if she managed, like somehow, you know, ended up moving to my city or something like that, then there would have been a possibility of possibly severing that or at least, in, or at least having the, the opportunity to do it. Right, right. So. Okay. Um, so in that, so both of you kind of agreed to kind of just go your separate ways. Yeah. Right? And so, so I, what, what I, what I hear you saying is that, especially because you know, this was just, you, like you said, just your, your girlfriend, y'all had a distance, a big distance between you. And I feel like sometimes, like, there are things that you probably need, Fish, at that moment in time that you need from her at that time. And it sounds like, and this is just me kind of putting it back together, is that, that there were some things that you needed within your relationship that she physically just was not able to do. So I think that there, not only did it create an emotional disconnect, but also a physical disconnect as well. Am I yeah. right in saying in saying yeah, that? Yeah, correct. Yeah. So, yeah, because especially like somebody like me, like I, I rarely do relationships. Like I rarely date also. Um, so for me to kind of dump my all into somebody and then it's not being reciprocated, it's kind of like, all right, let me take a step back. I think there's things that obviously I still need to learn on. There was a book I read not too long ago. It's called The Way of the Superior Man. And it talks about like masculine traits, feminine traits, the same thing that we were just talking about before. Uh, with men and women, but it also, it gives you kind of like a guideline on, the, you know, a masculine man should, of course, maybe around your boys, you're more masculine, but when you're with your woman, you got to be a little bit more, you got to show that softer side to her. You know, you can't be, you know, Hulk Hogan and stuff like that all the time, you know, walking around the house. Um, so that was something that, that, uh, that was one aspect that, you know, nobody ever really taught me the ins and outs of relationships. My parents never were married. Um, so I never got to see it firsthand growing up. So, uh, okay. I think like many males nowadays, um, you know, we walk around in this world of, of uh, not knowing. Um, and the only way that we can learn to get to know, get that information is either hang out with people that are in relationships and pick their brain or pick up books, you know, or even if you're just kind of watching from afar, you know, maybe strangers in the park or people at a restaurant, you know. So you just kind of pick up like on small gestures, you know, like I watch old mm-hmm. people all the time at restaurants when I'm sitting at the bar. And I, I love to watch how they interact. You know, the man, like I remember this old couple, the man was watching basketball. His wife, obviously not interested in the game. They're about like 78 years old, I would assume. But like she was, you know, sat sitting there rubbing him on his back while he's watching his game, allowed him to finish the basketball game. And then they, they took off out of there. Um, so it's the small <laughs> gestures and the small things yeah. that she was kind of doing to give him his space, but give him his time. But, you know, because so it's not physically like, let him know that she's there. You know? Yeah, you feel that connection. I tell mm-hmm. people, you don't always have to do something. Just right. go get in the same room with somebody, you know, because yeah. the energy that you give off and it makes it just somebody feel like they're not by themselves. So, mm-hmm. so Fish, speaking of that, um, is that where you learn about relationships? Like, what were you taught about relationships? And is is that where you were taught just watching people on out in the open or your friends that are married? Like, how was that for you growing up? Excuse me. Yeah, so like, I didn't really like have girlfriends. I had girlfriends here and there over the years, but but most of the time I always shied away from it. All my relationships have always been pretty much very, very short because it like 
for me, it always made me feel like I get super anxiety every time I get in a relationship. I don't know what it is. Like we could be, we could be pretty much doing the exact same thing, but as soon as we're like, hey, we're together, I don't know what it is about my my mind. It just goes like haywire. <laughs> <laughs> so, and it's not so much about like most people are like, oh, it's because you want other women and stuff like that. Like I'm like, nah. you, you get nervous about it. Yeah, because like I think the biggest thing is, is the fear, the fear of failure. Yeah, that, mm, that's understandable. Wow, and and that's I want more. I want to know more because you know what's what's so crazy is that not many men will say that they have that fear of failure. Right. Right. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. So it's like, you know, the, the biggest thing, the, the, the fear of failure, because, you know, I'm, I'm successful. I, I'm my personal life pretty much as far as other aspects outside of relationships. I have, you know, great connections with, with friends. You know, I'm very successful at what I do as far as work wise, you know, so, um, so when I, when you're so successful in so many other aspects of your life, but then this is one that you, you just don't have the knowledge about or you just never, never taught firsthand. Um, and then also, like, it's 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 kind of you you look at it and you analyze it different, you know. So um, and it's it's like almost like, you know, trying to, you know, walk on water. You know, it's like you got to have that faith, like walking on water almost or or feel like sometimes like, you know, I'm going to make the, uh, the wrong move or say the wrong things. Um, mm-hmm. Cause I'm, I'm very empathetic for people too. You know, like I don't like to waste, waste people's time. Right. I don't want somebody to waste my time. And if right. I feel like uneasy in a relationship, then I'm going to just cut it off short. Mm-hmm. If I'm already feeling that at the start where it's supposed to be like that perfect honeymoon stage as we're kind of taught, um, you know, it's probably not the situation for me. Um, mm. So after the last relationship, it made me step back to kind of look at and really just analyze uh, what type of relationship works for me. Right. Um, which obviously, you know, there's polygamy, uh, whatever all the other ones are, there's a bunch of lists. But I think that's what a lot of people need to start doing, too, is figure out what relationship type works for you and quit trying to fit into the mold that the world puts us in. It's, you know, whether it be one man, one woman together forever <laughs> or you know, are you doing something like Nick Cannon has going on? Right. Right. You know, as, as human beings, I don't think we're supposed to be monogamous. I don't think we're made to be monogamous anyway. Uh, we choose it because of our beliefs and religions and stuff like that. So, yeah. You th- you think so? I think so, yes. Um, if I'm in a relationship, I do want to be in a, a monogamous relationship myself. Mm-hmm. But I don't I don't feel like we were we were made to be monogamous because if we were, then we fucking would. You know, you have <laughs> you you have those animals. What is the penguins? They're monogamous. They ain't looking at no other penguins. You know what I'm saying? They got certain birds. Um, they're monogamous and they don't, they don't go and mess with no other birds. You know what I'm saying? It's, if it was in us, then it would be in us. It like, would have, that's, it would that's, that, way. that would be our behavior. Exactly. Right. Right. Okay. Yeah. So basically in order to do that, we have to do that, push, make ourselves do it. Do yes, it exactly. Be, you know, like be intentional about doing it. Um, uh, exactly. like you said, we're, we're humans first. Um, and, and I know this is, this is not one of the, the, the questions that I was asking is, and I'm kind of circling back to what you were saying earlier, Fish, and the fact that you chose to have a relationship at a distance. Did that just happen by circumstance where um, y'all were together, maybe physically in one location, did she move or did that is, was that how the relationship started? Because I'm wondering in that when, when you mentioned about um, how you shared that, that anxiety was that purposely done because of that fear or is just happened like that by, you know, coincidentally just 
happen to have a relationship that was long distance. Yeah, so the, the, how we met actually, so I was in, I was in Tulum on vacation and uh, um, I was with a bunch of my friends and she walked in by herself and sat at the bar and then the kind of the rest is history. Oh, look uh, at you. Okay. So it caught my attention because like, I'm, I call it team solo. Like I go hang out by myself, go to restaurants, bars, stuff like that. Um, just cause that's just how I am. Um, mm-hmm. but to see somebody else do it, it kind of piqued my interest, you know, and she, pretty much, she does it all the time too. So she happened to be there, uh, waiting on her parent, her, her mom and her sister to get into town. So she was like, I just wanted to grab something to eat, have a drink real quick. And so, like I said, so yeah, she told me she lived in Chicago. So, you know, we flew back and forth for a little while. Uh, last year and then it kind of you know she got a little distance from like work stuff and she was trying to get her brothers uh, from Venezuela up here so she had she had a lot of personal stuff going on that she got and had to step back from the situation so got you. Uh, like I said that's what led to that long period of time of us not actually spending time together okay and, okay. and then that was kind of like I said it's just uh, you know downward spiral after that right right no I just was asking because I do think that um you know, in certain ways, because there's such a strong disconnect in, in men and women that in certain relationships and the types of relationships that we choose, some will choose to have that long distance because some people thrive off of the, the, that, that distance and that dis that disconnects that. And so let me just share something um, personally for me and my husband. I love having my husband here. I, I do, but one thing that I share with people all the time and, and it's, it works for us as we thrive in, in, in our own environments right now, he's deployed, but our marriage thrives. We're so much, and it it may sound like there's no way because he's, he's such a far distance and I can't reach him. I can't touch him, but there's ways that we connect within our marriage that keeps us close. um, Even if we're not physically with each other, even though we're disconnected and physically, you know, but mentally and emotionally I think that's what keeps us together because we're so much stronger there Mm -hmm. versus that physical side of us needing to be right up under each other just to be there um so there is that physical disconnect between us but we I think emotional ties and and the things that connect us emotionally between us and that person really can make or break a relationship and I feel like if you don't have that I think everything else kind of is is just null and void when it when it comes to that emotional connection. But I was I'm sharing that to say that every relationship, you know, whether it's it's you're connected more in one way or disconnected in another, will will either thrive or fail, you know, depending on what it is. But we we truly thrive when we're not physically together. Not to say that I want my relationship to be like that, but we really thrive in our marriage when we're not physically in the same location. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. What about when the holidays come around, Janelle? Do you feel a way about that? Like, um, like my family isn't all together? No, I really don't because mm. I'm not, you know, I think society makes us make those things more bigger than what it is. And it's mm-hmm. all on how you, okay. choose, how you choose to celebrate that. You know, there's birth, birthdays he's missed. There's Christmas. There's, yeah. you know, New Year's. And it's, it's for me, it's, I've had to do it before with, with mm-hmm. just the boys and I, and it's all on how you choose to celebrate that, okay, you know? And if that. you're not sitting there harboring and boohooing without, Man, and not, you know me, you know me, I'm not, I'm not the sensitive type. I, I love him. Don't go <laughs> get me wrong, but I'm not the sensitive type, type of wife that's going to sit here and cry because my husband's not here for Christmas. 
Yeah, no, I feel so. that. No, I, uh, you know, when I was married, you know, my ex, he was gone when I was stationed in North Dakota. He was gone like every year, probably once or twice a year, deployed or whatever. But, um, you know, I, I got used to it. I was fine with it. The distance did make the heart grow fonder, blah, blah, blah. But um, there was, I remember there was one Thanksgiving. It was me, Booby, and Sean, and like nobody else. Like I didn't go to no Thanksgiving uh dinners or anything it was just me i cooked at home but i had a a breakdown because i was like i was away from family i was at home and <laughs> excuse me <coughs> excuse me y'all know i'm sick so excuse me you're fine um, you're fine but um but he wasn't there and you know like i had a breakdown that day and it was i don't know but after that i was fine mm-hmm. i was fine but yeah Sorry, did you that. did you have so because I think that resent resentment will will draw a big line of of disconnecting as well because some people you know not like like in some people that has a similar setup and situation like as far as the dynamics like I have mm-hmm. will will be more resentful and and that I feel like will draw a disconnect as well. No, I could feel that. I I, I wasn't resentful though. Um, okay. Because you understood, you understood. Yeah, I, I understood. I understand what you mean. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> she said you understood these. Like, yes. Because <laughs> you married, you married into it knowing, you know. And no, I no, think, and and I, think, and I it, because I was military too. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So, so I understood. Um, but you do have those military wives when their their husband goes away, like they do have that resentment. Um, especially because they don't know what he's doing over there and they end up cheating or doing some dumb shit like that or whatever. But you do have those wives. But I was I was military at the time, so I understood. And then my dad was military too, and he was always gone. So you right. know, I, I knew I knew what it was. Yeah. I like I like what Fish said. Fish, what was that what you said about the imagination? Because I think that's yeah. that yeah. that can that can make or break it. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, most definitely. Because yeah, that's what I call it. You know, reality is never better than the imagination. Right. You know, and I think I think that if it's like a, it's 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 definitely like you know when you're a child they teach you to use your imagination, be creative and stuff like that. But when you become an adult and get into the real world and you kind of utilize it, it sets you up for for uh, I forgot what the word I'm looking for, but um, the disappointment. It will. Mm, yeah. <laughs> every, it will. Most definitely. <laughs> yeah, every single time. Oh, it's just for disappointment every single time. Um, you know, that's why I tell, like, the whole thing, like, with these dating apps and stuff like that, it's like, it's great because it connects people from wherever in the world, pretty much, right? But the, the, the kind of, like, the downfall, like, I hate when people, like, like, I've been on dating apps before, and then, like, when you be like, hey, all right, let's grab dinner, or let's grab drinks or something or coffee or whatever. And they'd be like, oh, well, no, let's, let's continue to talk on here like a little bit before we actually meet. And I'm like, no, I don't like doing that because, like I said, the imagination builds. I'm like, yeah. I really just like even if I just got you like we matched on whatever the same day, we can go grab coffee or something that day. Absolutely. Just so we ain't wasting no time because imagine like once if we spent months and months of conversing and all this other stuff, building up the imagination of what this person is like and you almost kind of build a connection with the, a fantasy person. Yeah, um, it, ain't, it ain't nothing like feeling that energy between you guys when you're out, like meeting in person. Yeah. Besides, besides just talking weird. on the app. A lot of people have issues with like the connection of with another person. 
Mm. You know, I meet people out all the time and I'm like, oh, you know, let's go grab dinner or something. You know, they're like, uh, you know, they make up some bullshit ass excuse or whatever. But um, it seems like a lot of people that are like have that. I don't know if it's a fear of connection or a fear of just bonding with people outside their circle. Like you got so many people that just want to text message you. Like they'll spend more time doing that versus having an actual conversation with you face to face. Right, right. So it takes away that interpersonal, like human, like the human part. Right. Yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah. And it's so crazy because I mean I've never used a dating app, but I think it's it's probably good to connect the people. But then after that, I think it's like, well, I'm not I'm not going to use that to continue to connect us. We can exchange the numbers, but I'm with you, fish that that in person and, and being mm-hmm. able to have that and it could be in a public place we don't have to come to each other's houses we can be in a public setting if that makes it you know whoever's more comfortable doing that but I think the app is used and hey, like I said I never used it before I think it's a good way to connect but after that it's up to the other the the folks to connect further than that yeah and, and it's all about people's intention you know like if, if it's just a hookup and that's it Y'all gonna be text is is text messages all day, you know. Good morning, what you doing? And and I'm not with that. I want to connect further than the the what you doing every day. That's yeah. Just, Have a real conversation exactly and in person. I definitely feel you on that. Okay, so look, I I, I want to hear y'all's opinion on this. So this dude, um, the same, so the same, the same article. This dude I was reading, Howie. He's a 49-year-old. He said women look for red flags and men look for green lights. So this dude, he's never been married, um, but he says men are fundamentally more optimistic and romantic when it comes to dating. When a guy asks a woman out, he believes he is going to like her. And then women are more skeptical. They look for an out. What do y'all feel about that? Go ahead, Fish. Yeah, I think I think I think that's definitely, you know, because a lot of women be like, you know, uh, the old saying, don't get in the habit of uh, capturing red flags. Yeah. Um, and so, like, I think, yeah, I think that's definitely true, because a lot of women, they'll find like one thing wrong with you that they don't like and they'll quit talking to you. But men, a lot of times will usually put up uh, with the women a little bit more, depending on whatever the circumstances are. You know, I always tell people, in them sheets. you know, yeah, in our, in our society today, <laughs> you know, the more, the more good looking a woman is, the more she's going to be able to get away with in that relationship. Yeah. Yeah. You know, wow. Most yeah. Situation, you know, and that's just how the society kind of works nowadays for the most part. Um, you know, and that's what like dudes, like if she, if she's kind of like his type, but kind of not, you know, she does something wrong, like, you know, cancels out on a date without trying to make plans or, you know, or you know, says something or they get in some argument or something, you know, he's quicker to usually probably cut it off. Um, if it's not to the standard of like what he's really looking for. Mm-hmm. Wow. That makes sense. Um, I agree with that. For So for me to, I, I do believe that um, because it's so crazy. <laughs> Going back to my husband, when we met, I met him in a club. That was an automatic <laughs> red flag because I just, you know me, I just was not, all about meeting no guy in no club because you know how that how the perception is is like that's that's all it's going to be about you know Mm -hmm. so that was an automatic red flag but I was like you know what this was something new to me I had already been previously divorced I was all about me it was it, it was all about me during that time you know and so meeting him in the club I was like okay let me let me go past that and just 
put that to the side because one, it was something new, um, meaning something new that I never dated, like it, as far as like looking for a relationship. And then the fact that I'm meeting him in the club. So I was already like collecting the red flags. Mm-hmm. And then the next day, as we were texting, I was like, send me a picture. So I didn't like the first picture, red flag. Send me a picture <laughs> without the hat, another red flag. Do you I, know you told I, him that? I promise I did. Oh, turn, turn, turn around and let me oh. say that again. You were just trying to make sure you weren't getting hatfished. <laughs> no, it, it goes back to what Howie was saying is that we are so quick yeah. to try to look for all these different things of why I shouldn't instead yeah. of look for the green flags like our, our male counterparts and saying, I got the green light to just go. Like, why am I mm-hmm. breaking this man down? Send me a picture without the hat. I kid you not. I was I was getting my toes done and yeah. I wanted to see what he looked like without the hat. Okay, put the hat <laughs> back on. Okay. Smile with your mouth closed. It was all of that. Oh, yeah, gosh. it was sad. Ring it was so sad. Yeah, I ain't never heard nothing like that. He put my man through the ringer. Y'all what? can ask him too. Y'all can ask him. He probably was like probably almost done. And I think he was done because he ended up telling me that he ended up going to the movies with another female that same day. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, you was you was done with me. <laughs> oh my god, I'm surprised yeah. he gave you another chance though. And now y'all happily ever after. And and you can't resist the nail. Come on now, <laughs> he couldn't resist the nail. He knew, he knew. I was asking, I was asking all the all the questions to really try to see and dig deep, you know. So he he probably was more intrigued about that. Cause you know I wasn't I wasn't giving them the, the goods off top you know okay like, I let feel him it. tell it you know what I'm saying so Pitch, I what you would have did if some it. chick came at you like that yeah I don't even know if I would still be around I'd be like <laughs> like if it's something like that you know what I mean where like my physical appearance or something or you know or you know let me see your cloud your closet let me see how swagged out you are or something you know like that like nowadays like in my thirties I'd be like what the hell you know um but the way it goes. i think it's it's it doesn't give you intriguing when sometimes when, it, when somebody does do something off challenge uh, you pretty yeah, much that, that's different you know because mm-hmm. it'll make you it'll make you kind of think you know because nobody's what no like if every girl did that and it was a norm then it would kind of make sense but yeah it would definitely stick out you know especially like if it's a series of other questions too you know what i mean <laughs> like if, if you would just really want to see just like how i truly fully look and then you're asking me like series of questions about you know my personality, my character, stuff like that. Yeah. Then I would then I could see it. So I could see what she's getting at. Yeah. Hey, like, I, that's just, a- I just had to see the the difference. Cause remember, I met him in the club. It was dark, but I just wanted to see for myself that outside of, you know, because he already was making me laugh. I just wanted to make sure, because again, and you know my history too, it was something yeah. new. I had never, you know, this was something new, meaning race it was something so new to me that i just really had to make sure that i wanted to date this person so yeah that's what's up yeah so mm-hmm. do you silly what would you do fish somebody did you like <laughs> i'm just saying like yeah. you came with all the questions yeah like well, 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 you know i think that's the i think and i think you guys can speak on it too sometimes in the dating pool like you'll meet somebody like I know some very, very gorgeous young women, but when I sit down and have try to have a conversation with them, I, I'm a very intellectual person. So, you know, mm-hmm. I may talk to you about like some shit about space or about cars or about what's going on in the world or, you know, 
just other stuff besides the basic stuff, like what's going on over here in Vegas at the club, like who's right, to, yeah, yeah, concert. I don't care about any of that stuff. Like, you know, I really want to like pick your brain, see what, see where that's at. And sometimes, like when I have these conversations with some of these women, they like, you know, like airhead. Sorry to say, like, it, like, right, right. Can't, like, mm-hmm. you know, can't hold a conversation. And I, I know plenty of my homegirls have said that about certain dudes they went out with. He couldn't hold a conversation, this and that, you know. So it, it goes both sides. Yeah. So it's always it's always interesting to come across another like intellectual person or somebody just uh, well rounded about kind of what's going on in the world or just about right. It intrigues you even more because it's almost like, hey, I found my person. I found a person like me, someone who just didn't want to know if Fashion Nova had a sale going on, you know? Right. (laughs) Or do you did you see what happened (laughs) on the shade room? You know, like it's beyond. (laughs) So no, some of some of those conversations on the shade room be legit, like. Like the political it's, shit and shit like yeah, that. Some of them be legit, but I don't need to know yeah. about what's going on with the Kardashians or G Herbo and, or Joe. Right. I, like I don't, right. I don't even. What the fuck do they do? Yeah, and for I me. be here about all of them. I'm like, well, who the fuck are they? Okay, whatever. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, no, I definitely feel you on that. Uh, what's up, TNN fam? This is Nail of the Two and Nail Podcast. First, we would just like to thank you guys for your support, for your listening, for your downloads. We have now opened up paid slots to rent ads on our show. And that's all thanks to you all. So if you have a small business, big business, or what have you, send us an email to tootinnail at gmail.com. That's T-O-O-T-N-N-E-L-L at gmail.com. Let us know if you'd like a slot and we could run a promo and market your business through the Toot and Nail podcast show. Thank you guys for listening. person but when I meet someone who is super intelligent my mouth is like staring and it's wide open like I want to know more I want to hear more (laughs) like I want to know so much more about what's in your mind and and everything so I feel you on that fish yeah right most definitely yeah so you want to close it out with one of the the last questions too yeah so fish um what are three things that you wish women understood about you as a man um, when daddy says, make me a sandwich, you make me oh a sandwich. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, bike. <laughs> Your intellectual ass, come with some real, my dude. No, you heard him. He said, ass straight, bitch. Ass straight. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think uh, one thing that I think women at some point need to understand is, is men have feelings too. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a, a lot of times, you know, you know, a lot of women nowadays think the world just revolves around them or in that relationship, you know, like the whole happy wife, happy life thing, mm. you know, which is anybody that's married can tell you that's completely false. Throw it out the yeah. window. Yeah. yeah. Because, you know, the man got to be happy too, because if he's happy, if, if you treating him right, he's going to definitely be treating you right. You know, yes. and vice yeah. versa. you know, you, you want to make your partner feel what, um, Welcome. Do you want your partner to feel comfortable with you and be happy around you? you Make know? them feel wanted. But mm-hmm. I think a lot of times, especially what we're teaching with you know the, the music industry and things like that nowadays, is it so one sided? You know, if a man can't buy you a Birkin and you know send him back to the streets type mentality is plaguing, mm-hmm. is plaguing the world. It's not even the United States, um, and it's sad to see that. Yeah. Um, but a- another thing also is is uh, you know 
women, I think a second thing would be uh, supportive. Um, you know, whether that's, you know, I'm talking about like out the gate, you know, men want to, men want somebody in their corner that's going to support them, you know, whether that's mm -hmm. just words, wisdoms, or, you know, hey, babe, here goes an idea about something, you know, or things like that to make them, uh, uh, to kind of ease their day. Cause, you right. know, yeah. as men, we're, we've been, you know, men have been judged across the board forever. You know, if you can't provide, basically, you know, you really ain't shit type mentality. Right. Mm -hmm. um, even though there's a lot more to a relationship, there's a lot more to being uh, a parent than financial stuff, even though it's a yeah. massive part of it. But I know plenty of broke people that are great parents. I know plenty right. of great people that ain't. Um, so it's just supporting them and helping them to, to try to grow and just become better. Okay. Um, and then the last thing I would say is, is uh, men like to be treated, too. I'm not mm. saying go, go out and yes. buy Gucci belts and whatever this, all that stuff. Like, you know, make him a cake, you know, make it, you know, uh, take him out to dinner, you know, bring him home a coffee or something, yes. you know, working from home or whatever it may be, you know, uh, plan out uh, little day trips or something. You know, it doesn't have to be these extravagant things like, you know, like, you know, the, 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 the love movies and stuff about, you know, uh, like picnics in the park and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Yes. That stuff we kind of need to get back to, you know. Exactly. I like that. But it's, it's the little stuff. There's, there's plenty of activities that people can put together uh, that are cheap. And I think mm -hmm. that women need to start taking, you know, of course, you know, I think a man should court a woman and things like that, you know. Um, but at the same time, like, you know, if I've taken you out five, six dates, you know, there's nothing wrong with you calling me up like, hey, I want to take you out. Right, yeah. You know, women are capable too. Or, hey, I got some comedy tickets or something, you know. Yes. So I think I, I think that's not show, that's not shown enough in a lot of uh, up and coming dating scenes. Uh, so and I think it's tar that that's one aspect because men are feeling like they're being used, mm -hmm. you know. So you know, and I think I think it's it's <clears throat> uh, women women need to hold themselves hold themselves and also hold their their friends to a certain new standard. Yes. Um, Cause men are definitely doing it. Like I ain't got no punk homeboys, you know. Like when dudes do certain <laughs> things that I don't like, I can't kick it with you, bro. I'm cool. Right, right. You know, Hold them accountable. Right, and then we can maybe talk yeah. about it. Exactly. So, yeah, I love it, fish. I love it. So late. So everybody yeah, listening, dope. not just our, our our women, but men, and and we just appreciate hearing your perspective, fish. That you know, for for fish, for you, you you want us to know that men have have feelings. You know, so so women out there, men do have feelings, you know, they are human and they, they also want a woman to support them just as much as they support us, you know, and support can mean a lot of different things. It's not always just monetary, um, exactly. even even just being there, you know, if, if they're going through something, it's not all about us, you know, like, mm -hmm. like, don't make a situation about you when your man is having a hard time. Yeah, you know? I hate when people like, you know. <laughs> They'll try to tell you how bad their day was, and then like, or if you're telling somebody how bad your day was, and then they want to tell you how bad their day was, right? Yeah, that you try to make it about them. Yeah, that's yeah, so annoying. Like, you just sit right here and just listen. Yeah, you know, like that. That shit is so annoying. Right. I think that's a horrible failure, a big disconnect, or it's leading to a big disconnect. Also, the communication aspect. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. I know that that's been a downfall in some of my relationships. Like you know, sometimes I don't speak about how I feel about certain things, um, you know, or show that side because sometimes, from a men's standpoint, a lot of times we don't talk about how we feel because we feel like it makes us seem like we're weak. Right. 
know, or, so. or that we're not listening. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah, because yeah, most women, most women uh, in conversations, they listen to respond, not to listen to understand. Right. I wouldn't say that's a woman thing. I think that's just a, a human thing. thing. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say, men just don't listen. That's right. <laughs> 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 yeah. So communication is definitely a big thing. Like people need to learn how to communicate in a relationship. Yeah. You know, I, I've been in relationships where communication was just fucking off. And that's one thing I cannot stand. Like you're sitting up here talking and I'm listening to you. But when I talk, you want to interrupt me. That's that's a no go for me. me I got to move around too. <laughs> like we we got to if, if you're going to be in a relationship with with me, we need to learn how to communicate without yelling and screaming and throwing hands or whatever. Like we need to sit and fucking talk. I need you to hear me just like I hear you. Right. So I agree with that. A hundred percent. That's the quickest way to lose me is yeah. is is to be talking if if i'm trying to express something yeah and you are just not even i i, I, mm. I unfortunately and, that's been some of our, our some of our biggest challenges is that sometimes it's hard for my husband to listen yeah. and and when i feel that i'm not being heard i, I mm. automatically disconnect and shut down and i'm yeah. done with the conversation mm. you don't even gotta hey, you ain't gotta worry about me you ain't got to worry about me. I'm done. I'm going to say this about communication too. Like I'm not a good communicator when it comes through. Like if we having a disagreement through text messaging, that shit don't work for me. I need to get on the phone or we need to be face to face because like that shit gets lost in translation. I don't, I don't, I don't, I need to talk to you. If I have an issue with you, I need to get on the phone and talk to you or we need to be face to face. You know what I'm saying? Right. But, yeah. Yeah. So so the last thing uh, Fish said is that, you know, let me go back. So he said, men got feelings. They want to feel that we support them mm-hmm. in all different types of ways, ladies. And then the last one, he said, men want to be courted, want to be treated. Hey, take your man out on a date sometimes, you know? So, so do those things that those men, you know, that just from his perspective as a man, that they want in return from us, ladies. So- you know, yes. I just want to thank you for that perspective, for sure, Fish, and, and really just being on to kind of share that male perspective about the disconnect between men and women. Yes, I appreciate that, too. Appreciate it. Yes, yes. So, too. Yes. Where can they find us at? Y'all can find us on Instagram at 2 and Nell Podcast on uh, Instagram. I already said that, but it's T-O-O-T underscore n underscore n-e-l-l underscore podcast that's correct right nelly yes it sure is. okay yes y'all can find us on on instagram that way and you can also find us on email which is what janelle it is at two in nail at gmail.com please send us your gripes send us your feedback even send us topics you know we have what two we're, we're two shows away from our season finale right well yeah mm-hmm. one one show actually then our last show um for our first to end our first season so we want to be able to celebrate with you guys so send us your gripes of the week send us your, your gratefulness things anything like that and also send us some topics because we're going to be coming back in with season two full force we're going to be having some fun because it's going to be summertime and we just want to mm-hmm. you know continue to um bring a good show to you guys so send us any kind of topics or anything like that remember nothing is off 
topic. Exactly. We bring it all to the Toot and Nail podcast. So again, Fish, we just want to thank you for joining our show and sharing your perspective. It was great having this conversation with, with you um, here at the Toot and Nail podcast. And we just want to thank you all, thank you all for listening. Yes. Thank you. You guys have a good one. Yes. All good things must come to an end. But we'll be back though. Thank you for joining the Two Now Show. Just one more thing before we let you go. You can find us on Instagram at Two Now Podcast. Tell your family and friends they better download fast. Stay tuned for the hottest topics and the latest news and all.